and welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thanks for joining me again today. The 50 listener challenge is still ongoing at lightfiles, or sorry, patreon.com slash lightfiles, uh, we have like five patrons now, so 45 more to go. I know um, it's kind of a pain in the butt to take a minute out of your day to do such a thing, but if you can, uh, it would be amazing. Again, patreon.com slash lightfiles, 50 listener challenge, and thank you so much for joining me. So I have been deep in the throes, as many of us have this week, of uh, in probably many weeks past and um, upcoming. I have been deep in the throes of administrative work that is draining my soul. (laughs) Just a little. That was a little dramatic. But um, I tell you what, keeping up with price tags, pricing changes, discontinued items, because we're in discontinued item season... Um, it has just been a lot of extra administrative work, uh, this year for all of us. And, uh, to just sending my best wishes out to every one of you, uh, who might also be feeling the drags from all of this extra administrative work and price tags and all of the things that, uh, we're having to do way more frequently than we normally do that are, always tedious and time consuming if you have to do them once a year, but two, three times a year, it's really starting to wear us down in the midst of having some of the busiest sales times that most of us have had in gosh, the past 10 years. So it's just, um, you know, there's way worse problems to have, but it is just a, just a whirlwind of, uh, little madness right now. And again, it's all good things. It's just, um, it can be a bit of a drag (laughs) on the system. So I just want y'all to know that I'm feeling it. I'm sure many of you out there are feeling it. Um, we're all in this together, all that fun stuff, but just know that that, um, that little wear down that we're all feeling as we approach the, um, the last quarter of, of, can you believe that as we, (laughs) start to approach the last quarter of 2021. Um, these drags, some of us are feeling, um, I feel sure they'll ease up soon and, uh, we'll get past this Delta variant and hopefully get back on track yet again (laughs) in this world. But I just wanted you to know you're not alone out there. We're all struggling with it. And, um, you know, all we can do is keep, uh, soldiering along and, preserving our margins and doing everything we need to do to run the best lighting businesses that we possibly can. The LSA had a really great phone call um, this past week. I'm not going to give all the details away because you need to join the Lighting Showroom Association and especially for um, LSA member showrooms, we're going to be sharing this information back with you um, in the form of some notes, but um, it's, it's just a really great benefit of being a member of the LSA, uh, these calls that we do on discussion topics, among many other things. But we, um, we did revisit the, um, how showrooms can be better partners with manufacturers so that we can, um, 
sort of improve our standing as a distribution partner so that perhaps manufacturers aren't as tempted to sell direct to consumer or direct to trade. And I'm not saying that the showrooms are at fault for all of this strategy. I think, um, I think if we all look back, it's, it's kind of pretty easy to see where the genesis of this came, the manufacturer that started selling direct to the trade many, many moons ago was their original sales strategy, and it has paid off nicely for them. Um, I don't know that it pays off nicely for everyone. In many cases, I think uh, manufacturers are just diluting their sales numbers. They're not really adding to their sales numbers. That's just my uh, perspective from where I sit in the in this uh, world. But, um, you know, it, it does lead us lighting showrooms that are trying to be thoughtful and forward thinking to really think about what can and should we be doing to be better partners, not just to manufacturers, but to uh, customers and the, the trades themselves so that they are less tempted to buy direct. Like there's definitely always room for improvement and always room to do better in what we're doing. So we had this really great phone call where a lot of great ideas were shared about these topics. I do have to say one thing that really stuck with me was said by someone that had once been much like myself on the manufacturing side of this and has been in the showroom side and knows a bunch about reps, like somebody that's kind of run the gamut in, um, in our industry and done a, you know, a bunch of parts of, of this. And, um, the, the key point he was saying was that we all, we need to be cohesive in it as independent lighting showrooms and that if we had done a better job i'm paraphrasing here of course if we had done a better job at being cohesive uh when internet sales were all over the place and it was such a tempting you know avenue of distribution for manufacturers of showrooms had been able to act more cohesively at that time, uh, perhaps we wouldn't have some of the challenges that we face today. Um, and, you know, extrapolate that on however you want. But like, in my mind, I take that as, okay, yeah, if we as independent lighting showrooms have been able to be a more cohesive voice, um, you know, back 10, 12 years ago, perhaps IMAPs wouldn't be at two times cost. Perhaps holidays wouldn't be so rampant or maybe it wouldn't be 20% off. It would be 10% off or, uh, you know, any num or if there would always be an inside discount or if, if, uh, a online retailer was going to ship into my market area, maybe I get a rebate on that. Say, you know, something, you know, however this works. Okay. That last idea maybe doesn't square, but the, the bigger point is that we do suffer from a lack of cohesion in this industry. Um, I say over and over that I believe that lack of cohesion comes from a lack of communication and a lack of clarity. Like, I think we all just need to be better um, partners and more accessible with one another and not be so afraid of saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing. Hey, I certainly don't. Okay, I do worry about it. Don't get me wrong. Anyone that knows me knows I really don't like it when I <laughs> misspeak or, <laughs> or you know say something out of turn. I'm really not trying to. I'm also understanding that 
in my attempts to engage these conversations, uh, I, it's not always going to come out the right way, or it's not always going to be uh, the message that everybody within the sound of my voice wants to hear. And I totally understand and respect that. Um, I just think uh, it it really kind of always comes back to we have to have these conversations going. We have to really be sharing and communicating with one another. Like, please, let's all stop holding our cards so close to our chest. Let's let's interact a bit more. And uh, independent lighting showrooms, I'm talking to you. This point about cohesion is not lost. And I do think there is a lot of value in it. Also in this call, we kind of chuckled about how different everyone's business models are as independent lighting showrooms based on your market area or what your competition is doing or, you know, what, whatever it is, there is definitely no one size fits all independent lighting showroom. Everybody has slightly different assets and skills and things that they're great at and things that they just don't mess with. And, you know, it definitely runs the gamut. And I think not knowing how to approach these showrooms that do this wide variety of things with like one program or a group of programs, like I think that's why this cohesion as, as a unit, as an industry has been lost for so long. It's because everybody is so unique and that uniqueness is great. I think we can learn from it. I think it's a real asset to our industry that we all, um, specialize in different things and we're, we're, we all have different, um, uh, can de- bring different knowledge and, and skill sets to these bigger conversations about our industry and how to, to more effectively run them. But, um, but yeah, it does, I can really appreciate how on the manufacturer's side, this would make things it really hard to come up with things like an independent lighting showroom program because, Somebody over here only sells to designers. Somebody over here only sells to builders. Uh, Somebody else is right in the middle. Somebody else is more retail customer. And depending on who your primary um, market is, it definitely is going to vary in the benefits that you want as a showroom. You know, like, so so whatever your your core market area is, uh, you're going to put different value on different um, display benefits or um, ongoing program benefits with the manufacturers, it definitely would shift based on who you're primarily selling to. And this is where I think that not only have we lacked cohesion, we have for sure lacked creativity and how to, uh, you know, uh, present programs to the industry and showrooms have not done a great job of using our voices to say, you know, uh, we are not one size fits all, but that's fine. That it shouldn't be something that, that scares our partners away from working with us. We should just be a little more creative and flexible. And, um, you know, showrooms need to understand that maybe manufacturers can only offer this range of things. I've often said I would love it if like a program at market was, okay, here's these six things we've you know estimated the value of them at this many dollars per program and uh you know per benefit and based on your sales volume last year you have you know ten thousand dollars in benefits to choose from and you pick which of these things best suit how you do business so whether that's free freight whether that's you know one day a week twice a week what you know whatever it is 
I just think, I, I understand it's definitely expensive to offer these programs to independent lighting showrooms, um, but maybe the benefit that you're offering me isn't ever anything I'm going to use. And maybe that's what you're banking on as manufacturers, that I'm not going to use it <laughs> and you're not going to have that cost. And I, and I get that. That is definitely something we all do with our customers. <laughs> I'm going to offer this to. I'm going to offer this warranty to you, and I'm just going to pretty much get guarantee that you're never going to use it, and that's fine. I, I'm not saying it, this all has to be like we, we we can't ignore that sales practices are in play, and that is fine. But I would much rather there be more thought put in it. And I can go as a buyer from the perspective of my showroom and what my showroom strengths are and select the programs that work best for me. Uh, last week I mentioned doing, a, you know, it would be great if manufacturers did advertising, you know, sort of like, um, you know, they do for cars, like car manufacturers do, where it's, you know, it's the glossy, like, national ad. And then at the end of it, it is, you know, in visit, you know, these, you know, dealers in your market and your territory, um, you know, to find out more or to test drive or whatever it is. Um, so maybe that benefit is like really powerful to me, um, because I don't have a dedicated marketing person on my staff. Well, maybe another lighting showroom that's bigger and whatever, and really has their branding worked out. Okay. Maybe that benefit doesn't do anything for them because they don't want to confuse their brand with the manufacturer's brand and they have somebody that works on this full time and is a great strategist at it. So that, so that benefit wouldn't, wouldn't do anything for that showroom that is already, you know, got a really great handle on it, but it might be a really big value to me. So I really wish we could just be a, a smidge more flexible all around instead of it being, it has to be this thing or, you know what? eliminate all that extra stuff and programs and, and the fluff and just give me the best pricing on the product. Give me free freight days, give me a rebate and just call it done. Like it, we also can overdo things a bit and really maybe the answer instead of like having a la carte is to really just dial it back and be more concentrated and like we know that protecting margin and uh giving you frequent shipping is more important than anything in the day and age that we live in and we're just going to ignore the rest and really focus on that but this word cohesive has really been rattling around in my head all week especially from the position i come from as a founding board member of the lighting showroom association the reason the LSA even came to exist is because I started a silly Facebook group called the Lighting Showroom Coalition. And it was just so abundantly clear that there was a lack of cohesion in our industry. There was a lack of any sort of outlet where people could go express their thoughts, concerns, the issues that they're having, their day-to-day -day struggles in their businesses. There was just no way that we could all meet in the, you know, in the marketplace and talk about these things. And, um, and that's why that group was popular. Of course, you know, things on social media have a life of their own and negativity is for sure a big part of that, which is why 
we decided to, um, you know, close down the LSC group and start the LSA as a formal nonprofit trade association, because we did learn there are just real challenges and real issues that we're having in our, I call it like the boots on the ground, um, you know, parts of our business. Like that's really where a lot of us showrooms need a little extra assistance or help, or even just knowing that you're not alone. I started the top of the show talking about, um, how I'm just sort of drowning in administrative work right now. And I, I know I'm not alone in that. And sometimes just hearing like, don't worry, you're not the only one under this real pressure can just make all the difference in the world. Just knowing that there is a whole network of people out there that are going through the same thing and having the same issues. And can it really just kind of lift, lift the load (laughs) because we really feel so siloed day to day. We go to our businesses, we have our employees, we sell the lights, we sell the fans, we sell the lighting controls, and we worry about stock and purchasing and all of the things. And, uh, you just don't feel like I, you know, most of us do this in a pretty solitary way. You know, we have our staff and our teammates that we work with, but it's certainly not like engaging with whoever up the street to, you know, that's kind of going through the same thing. And that's really where I, I see the value in the LSA so much. And like these calls that we have was to really bring this, you know, full circle that we all face these challenges. And there's a lot of great ideas out there about how to better partner with the trade, better partner with the manufacturers so that we can be a better distribution channel for the lighting industry. And that's really my, that is my number one goal is to do anything that can help independent lighting showrooms be the best distribution channel we can possibly be for our manufacturers who face their own channels, challenges, you know, they certainly, (laughs) we all go online. If you Google light fixtures at all for a living, like many of us do, you definitely see the pop-up ads of all of these assorted wacky companies that are selling direct from China to consumer. I don't know where they're coming from, but uh, golly, (laughs) it's a lot. And to consumers, since there aren't a lot of manufacturer brand names in lighting, there's only the local lighting showroom brand name or the e-com brand name or the big box brand name. Um, Yeah, I can imagine how just enormous that challenge is to, to try to convince somebody why they want to buy, you know, manufa- my manufacturer X as opposed to this, you know, fly by, you know, whatever, maybe not fly by night, but seemingly fly by night company on the internet. And the products look so similar. I mean, my gosh, it's just, um, it's hard enough in the showroom trying to convince people of what the difference is. And I can only imagine how, how frustrating it is from the manufacturers, probably when they even know more inside information about the factories these are made in and how they're being ripped off and all, all of that. Like I just, I have, um, a huge amount of sympathy for that. Um, and it again comes back to this uh, cohesive uh, word, uh, the lack of cohesion in our industry for many, 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 many years, I think has really hampered our growth and has stifled our strength in everything that we do. 
Of course, there's bright stars. Of course, we're all having stellar years. I'm not saying it's stellar two years. I'm not saying that like we're real, we're struggling and the ends aren't meeting. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I think if we were a little more forward thinking and a little more cohesive, especially the independent lighting showrooms, if we could just pool our forces just a little bit more, we could really have the world on a string when it comes to the lighting industry. And lighting showrooms, I want you to know, the manufacturers do listen to us. They do hear us. They do want to do right by us as a distribution channel. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like that, and <laughs> surely plenty of things happen that make us question that. But um, I do know in my heart of hearts that all of our manufacturer partners that we go and shop in Dallas at Lightovation, um, I know those partners really want our distribution channel to succeed. That's why they invest in those showrooms and that's why they invest in everything that they do for us. So then it's, it's on us lighting showrooms a bit to really come together and find our voice and find our, our platform and say, this is what we need. This is what we recommend you do so that we can all work better together. And of course, that's my sales pitch for joining the Lighting Showroom Association because that's what we try to do there every single day in little ways in and out. So if everyone listening to this can maybe put a little thought into how we as an industry can be more cohesive we need to still allow for everyone to be the unique sparkling unicorns that they are. <laughs> but we can also take everyone's uniqueness and everyone can still do their thing. And we can also all be a better combined, stronger voice, more cohesive unit too. These are not mutually exclusive things. We can do this all together. So let's think about it. Let me know. How could we be more cohesive in an, as an industry? and lighting showrooms, how could we combine our voices better to be heard and to really make a difference and start turning things around in terms of distribution? Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. As always, thank you for the, your support, and everyone, take care.